Hey, welcome to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom as part of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to be right back with today's guest, but first let's take a quick break and thank our podcast sponsors. We want to thank our newest sponsor, Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration for athletic directors, but you got to know this, Final Forms is more than just registration and forms. Final Forms is a team. It's technology, and it's a service for schools regarding compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility, with reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and about athletic forms. It can also help with team communication, with attendance, and certification management for coaches. For athletic directors, uh, the list is endless. It can help with eligibility, it can help with rosters, and help with all the reports that go into your daily routine. It's time for you to talk with a team that has walked in your shoes. Take the next steps to find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you by going to finalforms.com forward slash Jake for more information. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly what the Final Forms team can do for you. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. They sponsor the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student-athletes who really love your program. It gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. If you've never used a survey to connect with your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help elevate the performance of their athletes and their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, analytics, and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges, and the pros even use Huddle to help their athletes play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the schools you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom as part of the Educational AD podcast. I am very excited to uh, welcome back a good friend, Misty Buck. Uh, Misty was on uh, season one of our podcast. Uh, she's got a tremendous background. I'll let her share a little bit about herself, but she is a certified 
professional life coach. Uh, she's also very uh, involved with the mental aspect, mental performance for athletes. Uh, she's a former athlete, former coach, and she is an author. Uh, let me hold it up right here. The Athlete Mental Health Playbook, uh, a great, great resource for coaches and ADs. And um, again, very excited to have uh, Misty Buck joining the Wednesday Wisdom team. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. I was just actually, while you were introducing me, forgetting I had to put my phone on on Do Not Disturb because that would be my luck. The phone will go off. We were just talking about stuff so it wouldn't be a podcast without those types of interruptions wouldn't be a podcast so (laughs) yeah well thank you jake you know it's always so nice to chat with you so thank you so much for for having me back here um i'm super excited for your your wednesday wisdom series i think we're all going to learn a lot so so thank you for for inviting me back and uh, thank you for that awesome introduction and like you said i'm certified as a life coach and i grew up in and around sports in several different capacities from athlete to coach also the coach's daughter. So I've been around a few different ways. And um, I'm also a a coach and contributor with the Hall of Fame Health, which is a program that the Pro Football Hall of Fame is now doing. So what I mean by that is I do some, some blogging and writing some articles for their site. And I'm also registered as a coach with them. So that's a pretty cool thing to be a part of. Um, the whole point of that is to help break some of the stigma around this conversation, but also in actually getting help and making it more, again, making that help more accessible through um, fundraising that they're doing, through grants, through just really using um, their platform to, to really help with this problem. So super excited to be a part of that. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, to chatting again today and hopefully sharing some tips that will have some nice takeaways. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned the Hall of Fame stuff. Um, Misty's very active on LinkedIn, on uh, Twitter, uh, and she's always posting some really great information, again, for coaches and for athletic directors. I think we all in the coaching world, we talk a good game about the importance of mental performance and mental health. But, you know, Misty's out there on the front lines, you know, doing some great stuff. So what do you have for us today on Wednesday Wisdom? Thanks. So with that, actually, let me just say one more thing before I hop into my tips today, which I'm super excited, by the way, we're going to talk about um, student athletes burnout and also like balance. So like, how do you help find that that right balance? And how do you help? So many of our students, I think, are, are struggling with that. So how, how can we help them? So we're going to talk about that. But real quickly, always like to mention that I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a mental health professional in that world. I am a coach. So what that means is <laughs> I have to be very, know my lane. And so I I can't diagnose, I can't treat, this is not medical advice, none of that kind of stuff. Just always like to be really clear and put that out there. And what I talk about really is based on experience, either in personally or through coaching. So um, I just like to, again, share that and to say that as I get into these tips, take what works for you and leave the rest. Like, don't feel like you have to take everything as you know, some kind of law or something, just whatever, whatever resonates with you, that's great. And if not, that's okay too. So <laughs> I always like to just put that out there. So, all right. So our, t- our first tip today is okay. It's, it's just really about learning how to, and I just was telling you, Jake, I was just telling you, we had a conversation with a bunch of parents about this just last week. I gave this very similar presentation. And so the first tip that I like to share is about helping uh, students create realistic goals. 
So the first step in doing that is actually, I think, to talk to children, talk to students about what your goals and expectations are, because I think being clear on that is really helpful um, because sometimes kids might be making a decision based on what they think that you want, and maybe that doesn't actually align with what your expectations are. And the second part of that being, um, I think to help remove some of that pressure too, is help your children and your students understand that perfection is impossible. So we'll talk about a little bit more about that in a moment. That's something that we're really struggling with. A lot of our kids think they can't make mistakes. Um, there's more pressure than ever to do more, be more, and all these different things. So I think just having open dialogue about this is what I expect of you, but also, you know what, I don't expect you to be perfect. And if you do your best, but you miss the mark, I'm still going to value you. I still appreciate you. I still think you're awesome. I still think you're worthy. And I still, and I know you're going to get to whatever the goal is. It might, maybe it doesn't look like exactly the same thing, or maybe we pivot or whatever it is. So just having children start to begin to understand that flexibility um, in their goals, but also that it doesn't change their value as a human being, I think is an important um, message to drive home in part because children don't have the life experience that we have as adults. So what I mean by that is they may think they don't get the best grade on a test or they don't make a team or whatever it might be, or they don't get accepted into some, some exclusive club. And now the world is going to end, right? Somehow they've completely failed at life. But what we know as adults is that we have these like ebbs and flows and sometimes hard, life is harder and sometimes it's easier. And it doesn't mean that the hard times are necessarily easy, but at least we have the experience to know we'll persevere, right? We're going to make it through this because we've done it before. Somehow, some way we get through the hard times. So I think that's just important to keep in mind when you're, you're talking with students is, hey, like they don't necessarily have that same life experience, right? So the next tip that I would give around that is asking the students what their goals and expectations are, right? So what do they want for themselves and why do they want that? So I think I'm actually writing a whole article about this right now is this idea of perfectionism that seems to really be plaguing us and our students more and more and more because they think they have to do more, be more, they have to be the best at everything. They have to get into a certain college or a certain program. They have to play on this many teams. So I think it's important to just have to open again, open up dialogue and understand well, why do you want these things? And then again, to understand that sometimes things don't play out the way that we want them to. And that can often be a gift, right? And it also doesn't mean that you're not gonna go anywhere. So you can tell them the story about Tom Brady. He wasn't even close to a number one draft pick, <laughs> nowhere close, right? And look at where he landed. There's also others that were number one draft picks that went on to sort of, they didn't meet that trajectory, but they're doing other things in their life now. And it doesn't make their life any less worthy. It doesn't make them any, doesn't change any of that. It just is their path, right? So that's why I think it's good to have these discussions because a lot of what I'm going to share today has to do around your mindset. So I think that that's all really important to start again, to make it okay for them. And then another really big tip, this came up during this conversation with these parents last week was looking at your, the, the student's schedule. So maybe you're a coach or maybe you're a parent or an AD or whatever it is, but the kids, especially the ones that wanna do everything and be everywhere and they don't wanna miss anything for whatever reason, uh, could be achievement oriented, it could just be FOMO, right? <laughs> um, 
I think it's important to, it, it can also, it can actually be really helpful. And a parent shared with me, they actually did this and it was helpful. Lay out the schedule, give them a visual look at, okay, look, this is your calendar on Monday. This time and this time you're in school, you have this club, you're here, you're doing this, this, like show them your actual, their actual schedule day to day to day. And then let them say, like, is there something that maybe they can take off of their plate if they're overdoing it? For example, you know, you can give them that visual representation mm -hmm. of, oh, wait, maybe I don't have as many hours as I thought. Right. So I think that that can be a really helpful tool. And then it's, it, it's good. It's a good way, especially with, I mean, even younger kids to allow them to, to start to see and make choices around their boundaries. Um, Another tip that I would share in terms of helping students avoid burnout is normalize not being okay. Like we mentioned a few minutes ago, they don't, kids don't necessarily have the life experience that we do. But I also think it's important to begin to teach them emotional intelligence and then how to manage those emotions. So that was something that I struggled with, super sensitive kid. Um, you know, somebody out there probably has a, a student like this or a child like this. They would see something on TV, a cartoon even, and something would happen and the kid would start crying. Like, that's me. <laughs> so, like, like, just super, oh my God, I feel everything, right? So just trying, but also on the other side of that, this, the, I've been around adults too, who sort of don't want to face their emotions. And so they just don't um, feel anything. They try not to feel anything at all. And so learning that emotional intelligence, learning that you're human, giving yourself permission to have emotions, but then learning that resiliency, learning how to process those emotions, I think goes a long way in helping burnout because you're able to actually pause and identify how you're feeling and walk through that rather than just sort of letting it mount and mount and mount either because you're on one side where you're totally like in it like I used to be and like just taken away by the emotion in a wave or you're trying to ignore it and then it ends up coming out in other ways right so um I think those are those are really important things to do um did you have a question Jay oh no I, I was gonna say that uh, uh those are great great tips and you know at the end you as you were sharing all of them at the end, you, you mentioned that word that we hear so much of, you know, the last couple of years is this idea of resiliency uh, that was never mentioned 100 years ago, uh, yeah. you know, when I was in high school, and uh, I'm going to guess maybe not even uh, a couple of years ago when you were in high school and college, yeah. but uh, yeah, training kids. Um, and, and the other thing you brought up about perspective, um, you know, the a parent or a coach might be tempted to say, to that middle schooler or that young youth kid, oh, it's not the end of the world, come on. And for them with their short lifespan, it is the end of the world because that's all they know. So providing that perspective and teaching them to be resilient, great stuff. Yeah, thank you. I think that's super important. There is a, um, a mindfulness, mindful meditation called that's called Just Like Me. You all can look it up if you're interested, but the basic premises is that, um, like, I wish to be at peace. I wish to be happy. I wish all these things. And then turning that on to somebody else. But just like me, this person wishes to be at peace. Just like me, this person wishes to be happy. Just like me, this person wishes to be loved. And I think that's important to take that. I love that exercise personally for bringing that in with working with, with, with children, because we can often be like, oh, they're resilient. What do they know? They don't have problems, but their emotions and their experience is just as valid as what we have and what we're feeling. So yeah. I think that's important. 
Wow, great stuff as always. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, uh, you know, Missy's going to share some more, you know, uh, insights uh, from her career uh, working with coaches and ADs and athletes. Uh, this is Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. Please stay with us. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of Wednesday Wisdom and the Educational AD Podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's proudest moments in its diverse history, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or call them at 614-981-3589. You can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Misty Buck, uh, former athlete, former coach, and now uh, a mental health performance professional. Okay? Uh, also an author, The Athlete Mental Health Playbook. Uh, we're going to give you Misty's contact information before we go, but... Uh, Misty, you've been sharing some tips for coaches and ADs and parents um, regarding, um, you know, helping student athletes perform better and students. Uh, what else do you have for us today? Yeah, so we're talking, you know, again about, about how to help students avoid burnout, which is a huge topic today. There's so many different things going on. Kids are feeling pressure from all different sort of areas. The world is changing for them, just like it's changing for us. So what are some other ways that we can do? So I'm just going to share a couple more tips today um, on how to help support our, our students. And a lot of this is going to be around mindset. So the first mindset tip that I'm going to share in this second half is all about, is all about boundaries, right? And teaching our students that rest is not selfish and that rest actually makes you productive. So just like you have to charge in your phone because eventually the battery is going to die, you have to take time to charge for yourself too. So how, you know, I laugh about this because when I was growing up, Jake, you know, there was a wall, a telephone on the wall and that was about it, right? Like I, we didn't have cell phones, beeper didn't exist until probably I was only 10 years old or so. So it was like, you know, when you were not there, you weren't there. When you were at dinner, you were at dinner. When you were outside, you were outside with your friends. When you were at a party, you were at a party. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it would just was, that's what it was. And now it's sort of like this, um, it's this funny thing where now we have to sort of schedule our free time, but also with as connected as we are to, to, within a technology standpoint, 
we take less and less time for ourselves because we feel like we have to always be doing, always be more productive, more productive. And um, we can always fit more in. And, you know, this person's doing this and this person's doing that. We spend a lot of time comparing ourselves, right? And I think the students are doing this on their social media too. Oh, well, so-and-so is doing these 99 different sports. So I need to do 101, right? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. And we laugh, but it's really there with there a lot of students that love, this is their reality. Um, so especially if they're trying to get into specific colleges, we're seeing a lot of this. So how can we teach them to take rest? We can talk about it all day long. I think one of the best things that you can do is set that as an example. So for example, maybe in your home, you put the, your phones away for like 20 minutes at night or something like that. And you don't necessarily have to sit around your house and stare at each other, but maybe just take that, that technology break for a little bit do something that's not that's not related to a piece of technology where it's read a book, listen to music, go on a walk, take a bath, whatever it might be, but look for ways to just reconnect with yourself because the reality is that we are busy, right? And there's a lot to keep up with, but you can still schedule in, I think, these pockets of time to disconnect from thing, other things and reconnect with yourself, right? And I think a lot of that begins with showing that, you know, we, we, it's a, we live in a lot of a, do what I say, not what I do. You know, every, every parent does this I have. So, but you know, if you can show these examples, it's going to go a long way. And then also to, you know, ask kids like, what'd you do for yourself today? If, if you're, especially if you're noticing they're starting to burn out. Okay. So I know you're doing this, this, and this, because your teacher told you to do this and your coach told you to do that. And your parent wants you to do that. Your friend wants you to do this, but what'd you do for you? <laughs> right? Just having these conversations. And then another quick tip that I will share is about um, reframing your identity. So I think when it comes to perfectionism and also burnout, whether that's in students or adults, is that we tend to think that we are our accomplishments. And so we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to achieve. So what it's important to remind yourself that you're not your successes and you're not your failures. You're not what you do and you're not what you don't do. That doesn't define you, right? What would define you is your character. It defines how you live your life as a person. Like what, what are you doing to help other people? Are you a good friend, right? Are you loyal? Are you honest? Are you respectful? I think those are the things that make us really who we are because there's only so much that we can control in life. And I think the sooner that you learn that, the little, life will be a little bit easier and you'll be a little bit happier because you're like, okay, I didn't, I missed the mark on that. And maybe I didn't make that goal. Um, but I'm still, you know, I'm still happy and I'm still a good person. And I think too, that, um, you know, what we're seeing a lot of is this line between resiliency and also, you know, maybe giving in too much. And, and, and some people are critical that students aren't tough enough or whatever that might that conversation might be and so that's why I think it's important to teach this resiliency that look things are going to be tough and you're going to get uncomfortable you want to reach something you have to get uncomfortable to do that you have to push yourself to do that if you have to you know what I mean sometimes you're going to cry you're going to be upset you're going to be exhausted but if that's something that you want then work towards it however when you reach a point where you are risking injury to yourself physically right? Because you're pushing too hard that now you might injure yourself in practice or in a game or your, your mental health starts to suffer. Then we need to take a look at that and see, okay, like what's going on here? How can we deal with this better? 
and what's the right balance. So the point in all of this that I shared today is that there's no one right answer, but I think opening up the conversations and helping students feel valued for the person that they are can go a really long way. And having conversations will also help the student feel comfortable for you to come to you. And maybe if they are experiencing burnout and they are really, really struggling. Yeah, again, everything you said, just spot on. I'm glad you mentioned the part about uh, rest and recovery, uh, both from a physical standpoint, you know, to allow, you know, the body to heal and come back stronger, as well as, you know, mental and emotional rest and recovery. You know, you can't go full speed on an empty tank. Uh, Really, really good stuff, as always. Okay. Misty, uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit or find out more about, you know, what you can do uh, with student athletes and maybe even find out how to order your book. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. My, the website is purpose, P-U-R-P-O-S-E, soul, S-O-U-L, athletics, plural.com. So purpose, soul, athletics.com. And you can also reach me anywhere on social media. My handle on Instagram, which is where I'm at the most, is the T-H-E Misty, M-I-S-T-Y, Buck, B-U-C-K. So the Misty Buck. Or you can, um, I'm on LinkedIn pretty often too. So I would say head to the website. There's the contact form all about the services that we offer. But then you can also just contact me on Instagram if there's something specific or LinkedIn if there's something specific. And the book, Athlete Mental Health Playbook, how do they get that? Yeah, so that's available on Amazon. Again, if you go to my website, the link will be there as well. Okay, and she's, uh, Missy's very active. Uh, I'm not on Instagram. I haven't made that plunge yet. Maybe I need to talk to you about how I do that. But uh, she's on uh, LinkedIn. She's on Twitter. uh, Very easy to get a hold of. Misty Buck, thanks so much for sharing on Wednesday Wisdom. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And again, I love what you're doing. It's This is super, super cool. And what a gift of service to all the listeners out there. Oh, well, thank you. I, I certainly enjoy it and uh, appreciate everything that you do as well. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, come back again next Wednesday for more Wednesday Wisdom and just about every single day for the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And we also wanna thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, including Hometown Ticketing, along with Sideline Interactive, Violet Defense, Huddle, Final Forms, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, and Wall of Fame by Vital Science. Thank you for supporting Wednesday Wisdom, Team Building Tips, and the Educational Lady Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone.